All right, joining me for a look at the day's market activity is Rob Tal from uh, Sasfin Securities. Thank you so much for your time, Rob. Um, let's actually start off with that budget because usually um, what you look at to kind of see how the markets have received uh, the budget is the rand. And actually it strengthened slightly. It was just below 18 rand, uh, 60 against the US dollar after it now just above it, but really not reacting badly and i'm wondering if this is just it's a case of good news or news that is less bad than than what we expected what or maybe just no surprises what did you take out of that budget so i think that it was ran positive because you know they're showing consolidation they uh they saying the right things and they're on track to do the right things and therefore if they do everything that they've said in that budget you know this our fiscal issues that we have and problems will start to ease. Uh, according to the Reserve Bank, it will be, you know, 2025, 26. You know, we'll start to come in line at a higher level than we thought, but we'll get contain everything that we've got, and we won't get any worse than we are. The problem is, can we actually deliver on those, mm. uh, those issues? And one of them is less spending within government, uh, you know, to reduce the government payroll, which is a very difficult thing for uh, South Africans and uh, South African government to do. And we're going into an election year where they say they want to raise uh, uh, taxes, yeah. whether that's a VAT tax, which will be really heavy on the poor, which will have a lot of uh, resistance from the unions, whether it's personal tax, which has already really stretched the state. So I think they're saying everything that's, that they need to say. They want to, they've planned it out really well. And I think the market has taken that as positive, And you've seen that in the RAND, a slightly firmer RAND. Mm. But it'll be, you know, the next few months, we'll see if they can do any of those deliverables. Um, and then you'll see the RAND strengthen further if they can. And if we don't get an economy that's improving, you know, that RAND will start to weaken back out again. Yeah, all right. Well, let's uh, cross over to the U.S. And over there, we did get some labor market data coming out with the ADP private payrolls coming in higher in, for October, higher than in September, but less than what markets had anticipated. And of course, this comes before the Fed's interest rates uh, decision that uh, will be coming out at 8 p.m. South African time. Um, is there anything significant that uh, this this print says about the U.S. labor market and maybe what we can expect from the Fed later on this evening? I think they were softer than expected, but, you know, they're definitely not weak by any means. So I think yeah. that the labor market is still firm um, in the U.S. and that obviously, you know, stops the Fed from wanting to cut straight away. And, you know, the market's waiting for the Fed to pause. I think the whole market is expecting a pause. It'll just be how hawkish they are meaning that you know are they they still seeing that rates have to be higher for longer or are they going to be more dovish and say that it is possible for rates you know to start coming down where the u.s uh, bond rates have gone in the last uh, few weeks has in essence been an increase uh, would have been the same as whether the, if the fed the fed had increased the rates already twice by another you know half a percent so the bond the bond yields are helping the fed uh, not to increase rates further and we'll just have to wait and see. If we took a look at the the Bank of England, you know, um, they also expected to keep rates on hold. And there again, the their uh, economy uh, on the employment side is still relatively firm. So that employment uh, data in the states and in Europe as a whole is what's you know stopping some of these central banks from cutting rates already. Uh, all right. Well, let's get into some company news that came out of the JSC.
Uh, MTN Ghana came out with its third quarter results today um, and you kind of saw the share price uh, trying to recover by about 2% after the sinking that we saw in the stock um, recently after the Nigeria results were out where we saw the share price sinking by about 7%. So uh, they're saying that uh, their revenue uh, was up 36% and their core profit up by uh, almost a third. Is this kind of soothing investors that outside Nigeria that things are going relatively well? So it was a robust, a robust set of numbers from MTN Ghana. Obviously, it's a much smaller market than South Africa and, and, and Nigeria is for MTN. Yeah. But a really robust set of numbers. And I think, you know, I think it does uh, you know, ease the market slightly. I think Nigeria is a really good market for, for MTN as well. Mm-hmm. But there's difficulties of the currency in Nigeria at this stage. And obviously, you know, some tax issues again that have crept up. But the underlying businesses in both areas are really good. And, you know, they've got a really good money platform as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're going to start doing much more money transfers on MTN. And I think after this big sell-off, you know, MTN is looking you know, relatively well valued at this price. And I think, you know, if you get some type of recovery in Nigeria on a general economy state, uh, MTN is looking really cheap. And, you know, robust have numbers again from Ghana. And it was across the board in Ghana. It was data, voice, uh, you know, all, all aspects of the business increased really well in Ghana. Uh, all right. Well, let's go into property. Octodec came out with its annual results today. Um, seeming like a mixed picture when you look at, at those financial metrics, we did see um, uh, revenue up at more than 3%, slight decline in its annual distributable income per share, dividend up. Uh, what did you make of this performance from Octodec? It's similar to a lot of the properties uh, in South Africa, property stocks in South Africa, barring uh, ones that have got too much office space, where you've got a, you know, the, the, the price of the shares way below its net asset value. Mm. So again, Octodex trading way below its net asset value. And then they're giving you really good dividend yield. So I think Octodex dividend yield is nearly 15%. And, you know, they're paying those dividends because, you know, people are worried about the valuations of properties and, and, um, you know, how much vacancies are there. But while you wait for the property market to recover, you know, they're paying really good dividends. And in the case of Octodec, it looks like they can carry on paying those dividends. They were quite positive to say that they see a slight improvement uh, by the end of uh, Feb 24 in their mm-hmm. numbers. So, you know, the dividend is there to protect you while you see properties recover, especially in the Kaoteng area over uh... the next few years. So it's a difficult one. Could be a value trap, but yeah. the dividend is allowing you uh, time to to wait for property prices to recover and vacancies vacancies to reduce. So uh, it's whether you you know you're happy with that dividend and you're happy that they can keep that dividend over maybe 18 months. Yeah. And you've got a really good investment. Ah, uh, all right. Well, uh, let's go into another investment that you think is good. Your stock pick for today, Rob. Well, I think I'm staying with the one from maybe two weeks ago, which is First Strand. I think it had quite a good day today. There again, they're paying you a dividend while you wait for the, the, the economy to settle, about 6% dividend yield, uh, and, you know, a really strong balance sheet. And, you know, as the South African economy slightly increases and starts to, you know, weather the storms of the last year, year and a half, I think the banks are well positioned, and I think First Rand is in a good position. Ah, all right. Well, thank you so much for your time and for your insights today, Rob. Really appreciate it. That was Rob Tal from Assassin Securities.